Western Pennsylvania Conference of the United Methodist Church presents Meet in the Middle, a weekly podcast of the Western Pennsylvania Conference anti-racism team. Get ready to meet in the middle. Hello, I'm Renee and welcome to Meet in the Middle, a place where we discuss a broad range of topics to the common good. Gloria Jean Watkins said, Beloved community is formed not by the eradication of difference, but by its affirmation, by each of us claiming the identities and cultural legacies that shape who we are and how we live in the world. And so today I invite you to imagine that idea in action, not as a faraway concept, Rather, imagine beloved community being formed in ordinary settings, much like today's guest and her team did three years ago. First, they imagine, but they also put those ideas into action. I am looking forward to hearing about what happened next. So let's get started. Okay, welcome back, friends. I am here with Rebecca, who will talk with us about what it means to imagine beloved community, and especially how it is working in her setting. Rebecca, what would you like the listening audience to know about you? Um, Just know that um, I have a heart for what I do. Um, um, I love love nature, love the outdoors, and I love being able to um, bring people up to experience um, that setting and be able to experience Christ in the um, the outdoor setting. Yes, beautiful. There, there is something very special about um, meeting God in the open space. So thank you. Thank you for what you do. And you know, Rebecca, I recently attended a mission youth study at your location a few weeks ago. And as I was leaving, my, my brother gave me a call and I mentioned to him, because he lives out of state, how beautiful it is there. Mm-hmm. But when he asked, what is this place? I realized everyone is not as familiar with its ministry. So here's my first question. How would you describe the purpose and goal of your ministry there? Yeah, so um, the purpose and um, goal or mission statement, if you were to sum it up, is to facilitate the spreading of the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, by offering a mountaintop experience. Um, many many guests comment how it, they just feel like they're so much closer to Christ when they're here and how they just feel like they're separated from all the other stuff going on outside the world and they can really um, take a break from that and really focus on Christ um, when they're here on site. Well, that's beautiful. And you know, I love what you say about um, the mountaintop experience and, you know, what a blessing it is to offer such a setting for people to actually come with, with the, and leave with the experience of experiencing God in, in your space. In what ways does the goal and the mission and the vision benefit the people and groups that you are serving? Yeah. So um, our goal um, it kind of allows us to be able to really just, as I said, offer that um, place sort of like a sanctuary, just kind of offsite of rest, kind of away from the, um, what's going on and just just really a sanctuary for those that visit. Um, without, like I said, a place where people feel closer to God, they feel like they can uh, really get away from the distractions, get away from the daily distractions that they might be dealing with um, and just feel that while they are here, um, they can feel the love that Christ has to offer and just really 
just really connect deeply um, with Christ. Yes, I agree with you. We, we definitely need more of that in our lives. So how long have you served there and, and what is your role? So I am currently the program director. Um, I've been serving in this role for five years, um, but then I've been involved uh, with the site for um, since 2012. Hmm. Yes, that's a long time. You know, I, I'm familiar with your work environment and I, I know that um, it's very dynamic and also know that you support a, a broad demographic of people. And so my question is, what is most challenging about accommodating, even recognizing the different needs and of the people and what tools have been most useful for you? Um, because we do serve such a wide variety of guests, um, it can be very challenging at times just to make sure that we are, are doing what would be best for all that um, visit and all that we serve. Um, anytime we add a new activity or uh, perform any updates, um, we really try to step back and think through all those guests that come and visit. And we just try to really make sure we're thinking about um, all those individual needs and all that will be participating in the experience and just really try to ensure that we're making them all feel welcome and accommodated and um, just making sure no one's left out. Yeah. So, you know, with all the time that you've been serving there, I'm sure through the years, you, you have um, enlisted several different tools and um, learned many things. So what additional assistance would be helpful for you that you may not have received yet? Um, I think it's it's always helpful just to get an outsider's view, just to have them come in um, and just have them provide their feedback based on what their initial thoughts and feelings were and whether or not they feel like they felt their needs were met and felt that they were welcome and accommodated for during their time here. Yes, yes. Um, debriefing is, is always important. Um, you know, I remember when I worked in the secular world, um, after every project, we had a time to look at what we did and, and assess whether or not it was helpful and our lessons learned. And, you know, one of the experiences I've had with you is um, talking about beloved community and understanding that the concept of beloved community focuses on love and compassion and action, mm -hmm. and it offers common ground for all people, for everyone. How do you think it can be lived out in practical ways? Um, I believe it can be lived out a large part by our actions, um, by how we present ourselves, how we, um, how we interact with each other, um, and just be by being more aware and more, more cognizant of the diverse needs of those that we do serve and just being aware that um, not everyone that comes here is going to have the same, same background and um, just really trying to be more intentional in the way we speak um, and the way we plan activities, um, the way we describe the activities or the way we describe what we're going to be doing and just really trying to stay, stay educated and aware, like I said, that not everyone we serve is coming from the same background and had the same upbringing and same experiences. Um, one camper's experience um, growing up might be very different from another's experience growing up and uh, just really trying to be cognizant of that and um, just being intentional with the way, the way we present ourselves and the words that we choose. 
Yes, yes. You know, I, I like what you said. Um, what stands out to me is um, our actions being ha- being intentional about our actions. And that's so very important because we can put anything on a mission statement. We can claim anything as a goal, but ultimately our actions will speak for themselves. And so I really believe that the people that you are serving are really blessed about your intentional effort in, in that way. One of the other experiences that I've had with you in the past two years is that you have helped us plan, host, and teach Imagine Beloved Community workshops in your space. I wonder what was most meaningful to you about developing such an environment. Um, I, I've enjoyed watching just how far we have come um, in just a short period of time. Um, this past summer was probably, um, one of the most diverse groups of, um, summer staff that we've had. And it was just, just incredible to be able to sit back and watch just how opening and inviting, um, they were for each other as they came in. Um, one of our staff members shared how he was, he was pretty nervous and he was scared and he was worried that he wasn't really going to fit in, but he, um, then later shared with us how he immediately felt welcomed and how he immediately felt like he was a part of the group and a part of our or family. Um, so it's just, just nice to be able to watch how opening and inviting everyone was for them. And then in turn, um, how much more comfortable and included some of our campers felt because of that, the diversity. Um, and I actually overheard one mom um, talk about how happy she was that her boys who were African-American also got to have the male African-American as a counselor. And she just mentioned how it was important for them and for them to have him as a role model um and just just overall just how welcoming and everything all the volunteers were um with the staff um just it was they just celebrated them being here and it was just really neat to be able to sit back and watch that and then in turn watch the counselors um have that same impact on the campers and the guests wow i think that is so beautiful you know, um, as you mentioned, in two short years, you know, we open ourselves to God and we ask for God's help and God just allows those things to happen just by imagining beloved community. Thank you so much, Rebecca. So um, my next question is, how can we build upon the foundation that has already been laid? Um, I think our, our partnership with the Camp America program has definitely helped propel us forward and move us forward. Um, we've been trying since 2020 um, to work with this partnership. Um, 2020, we weren't able to have anything. Um, but with um, 2021, um, we were able to get one staff member um, just due to borders still being closed. We were able to get one. Um, but then this past summer, we were able to get seven from all over the country. Um, we had staff from um, South Africa, Zambia, New Zealand, Hungary, and the UK. And it's just been just been really rewarding to be able to see how welcoming the campers have been and just just poking in on their conversations and at see, listen to how the questions that they're asking the counselors about what it's like back where they live and just how interested and excited they have been um, to learn about the different countries and the, the counselors. 
Wow, that is absolutely beautiful. So it's it's coming full circle. You know, it's with getting more diverse counselors and it's having more diverse offerings for the campers and having everyone come together and actually feel, you know, this is a safe space where I can belong. Um mm-hmm. that that's the vision. <laughs> I am so excited. Um what do you think was most impactful for the counselors? Uh, definitely the that they felt like they were really making a difference during our end of week debrief. Um, we would share their their happiest part of the week, um, maybe their not so happy part of the week, um, and then their God part of the week. And a lot of them would share that um, just how incredible it was just to watch the growth from day one over the week, how much growth they saw, and um, just how they really felt like they were truly making a difference in the lives of their campers. Um, just how some someone mentioned at the beginning of the week, how some of them campers didn't want to be there, but then by the end of the week, they were crying that they didn't want to leave and didn't want to go home. That was definitely impactful for the counselors to be able to see that they were, they were a part of that and a part of the reason why they didn't want to leave. That is very inspiring to hear. Um, I, I just think that it's very beautiful. I'm so happy that you gave me an opportunity to debrief with you about this. It's so wonderful, such wonderful news. Now, you know, I know that you offer a broad range of services to people. And so um, I wonder what else is in place um, to assist you with offering unconditional love in the name of Jesus Christ in your, your space. Yeah, just really trying to just really trying to start from the top. Um, just really trying to make the counselors one feel welcomed and feel loved, no matter what their background is. And then um, from that point, um, if we're able to pry with them and then go from top down, then they then in turn will give their campers the same same unconditional love and um, welcoming that they felt when they got to camp. Wonderful. So did you happen to learn something that you may have not otherwise considered personally? Um, yeah. So I just, it was just interesting for me to be able to learn the different parts, um, just to learn um, just how the staff, um, just how vastly they grow up differently and um, just be able to have conversations with them about their lives. And we do um, a Christmas in July celebration and um, I got to talk with them and see what Christmas songs were popular back home for them. Um, and then we played played Christmas songs from each of the countries during that celebration. Um, and then I've just really just really tried to learn just how to really think through everything we do and just try to make sure that um, I'm including my staff. That way they will then kind of think through the things that they do for their campers and really try to make sure that they're in return, including all of their campers and making them feel like the same same welcoming environment that they felt coming in. That's wonderful. You know, one of the things that you point out that that I've learned, especially on uh, mission trips, is that, you know, it's all about being together with different people. You know, then it's not such a mystery. Then, you know, we have opportunity to relate um, Mm -hmm. person to person. And I think that makes all the difference. It, it's really, it's the beginning of our, our learning about each other. And it definitely helps in our relational um, connections with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that um, during this year's workshop, Reverend Ke- Kevin Witt 
um, joined in, in the workshop and he's from Susquehanna. And one of the things that stood out to me was when he taught about uh, discipleship as relationship. In what ways do you think discipleship through beloved community strengthens relationship? Um, I believe it strengthens the beloved community just by stressing the importance of building those relationships um, and just the importance of getting to know one another and how by taking that time to be intentional uh, with your relationships um, can help us understand one another um, and just really stress the importance of getting to know one another and how much more connected and stronger than we can become as a community. And then in turn, um, how much more welcoming we can be to other individuals and how we can make them feel much more welcomed and feel that they are also part of the community when they come in and um, join the community. So really just, just being, just being intentional with, with those relationships. And um, maybe it's not quite someone's best habit, but just trying to take that next step forward and being intentional and um, forming those relationships and reaching out um, to make others feel feel like they are a part of the community when they do do come yes you're absolutely right you you bring out a good point you know um we say beloved community we know it's good we feel in our heart it's good to imagine it but as you mentioned with one of the other camper um counselors there's a little bit of fear of the unknown um mm -hmm. there's a little fear of um not wanting to um harm do any harm um, with the things that we say or the things that we do un unintentionally as they may be. I am so grateful that you chose to take that step. And when I think about Howard Thurman and his vision, he was actually the first to imagine beloved community in his day. And then Martin Luther King built upon the foundational tenet that people should always choose to first love each other. That's mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and so with that in mind, I just want to say that I speak for myself, but I know I speak for, for others, especially those on our team. We are so grateful for your willingness to be intentional about doing the same thing and introduce that concept in, in your space these past two years. So, Rebecca, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so very much. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's been it's been a joy and it's been a pleasure and it's been nice to be able to see see how far we've come in. Well, you know, I, I have one more question. And um, I wonder if there is anything else that you want people to know, um, based on your direct experience with this labor of love, um, discipleship and shaping, helping to shape this beloved community, what would you want us to know? Uh, there's always room for improvement, even if you think you're doing a great job. Um, there's always definitely room for improvement, and it's always great to just have other input, other viewpoints um, to be able to help you out and see um, areas where where improvement might be better, or just be able to go through each each activity and really really, really break down um, how we can do better. Um, but yeah, overall, like I said, it's been a it's been a rewarding experience. It's like I said, this past summer was really nice to be able to see that growth. Um, and I think a huge part of it was due to having such the diverse staff that we had. Um, so, yeah, I just encourage them to um, get started and start small. You don't have to start huge. You can just take small steps and then um, just let God do the rest from there. Absolutely. Let God do the rest. Well, Rebecca, thank you and the Lord be with you. All right. Thank you. 
friends, I am so inspired by Rebecca's story. We all know that it only takes one spark to share God's love with all people. And sometimes it only takes one idea to transform an entire community and allow people to experience God's love. The scripture says, let us not grow weary in doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And so then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone in Jesus name, amen. Meet in the Middle is a production of the Western Pennsylvania Conference of the United Methodist Church. If you have comments or suggestions for future shows, email us at antiracism at wpaumc.org. Thanks for listening. To find out more about the Western Pennsylvania Conference, go to wpaumc.org.